This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We're Marking Out. Talk by Pro Wrestling And fans. welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special episode of Mark Now, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes on MarkingOut.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and listen to the whole thing because I've really been looking at the statistics. And everybody, like on Stitcher Radio, people listen to half of the episode and just stop. Maybe that's because we start talking about TNA. Who knows? Regardless, that's one. Uh, you can also go to marketout.com and buy t shirts because we ship internationally, ladies and gentlemen. At Fritch1000 knows all about that, brother. Because he got his marking out shirt in the United Kingdom last week. So I hope you are repping it to all of your shows there. Um, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out, and you can also follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash out, where we live tweet during predominantly Raw's, pay-per-views, all of that good stuff. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. I am also sitting here with Brandon, the man that would rather live tweet during the Billboard Music Awards than Extreme Rules. Brandon, how are you doing today? I am doing awesome as always, and Taylor Swift killed it at the Billboard Music Awards. Yeah, and Miguel also Zach attacked somebody. Yeah, big time. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that was terrible. And Dave, unfortunately, is not joining us this week. He's doing something. He said something with some girl and playing anatomy class or something like that. I'm not too sure. But joining us in his absence are the hosts of NYWC Livewire. You've heard one of them on the show before. He is now the voice of NYWC. Yes, we're doing this on Google Plus so they can see me as my hands get very animated like a Democratic candidate. Um, we have NYWC sign guy. He he will be always be sign guy to me. Jason Linick sitting here with us. Jason, good evening. Good evening to you as well. And for those of you who are following my character, you can follow me on Twitter. I am the voice of NYWC. J Edwards NYWC. Yes, and last but not least, you we are also here with everybody's favorite heel. Heel Frank Kranitz. What? Max Kranitz? No, not Max Kranitz. Heel Franklin. You can follow him on Twitter at heel underscore Franklin. How you doing today, sir? I am doing amazing. Let me just tell you, a year and a half in the works. Does that make you happy, Brandon? <laughs> it makes me somewhat happy. Yes. All right. A year and a half in the works. We used to talk about this all the time when I had the show, The Heel Turn. Some of you may remember me from. Uh, that I needed a seat on marking out. So finally, my day has come, and I pulled up my chair. So your seat is actually Dave's face, or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But this will be interesting. This should be good. I'm excited about this. We, um, we're, we're, This is one of those weird Thursday night shows that we're doing. So uh, hopefully this will uh, work out, and everything will turn up Millhouse. It's the same thing TNA says every week. It's one of those weird Thursday night shows. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's hopefully, coming up Millhouse. Hopefully you. this will turn out well. 
Simpsons references aside, let's get into uh, the let, let's start the show. Well, I, you know what? There's two things we can start off with, but let's start off with the the big the big news, and that being Extreme Rules um, prediction wise from last week. I won. I beat Brandon. Uh, I had six. Brandon had four, and Dave had a lowly three. Uh, let's start off with the YouTube pre-show. It was cool. I like the fact that they did the pre-show the same way that they did the WrestleMania pre-show. Yes, WrestleMania. Thank you, yeah. Brandon. Um, I liked how they did it. Like they did the WrestleMania pre-show, you know, having a couple, maybe you could say color commentators in there talking about every single match and then throwing it right to the match in itself where The Miz was successful against Cody Roads, maybe trying to elevate him back up to maybe a mid-card status or even a main event status. Um, the match itself wasn't bad. I had no problems with it. Yeah, I caught it. It was a good match. I was disappointed with the live feed. I don't know if it was anybody else, but for me... I saw the pre-show, and then right before the match started, it cut off, so I had to go back and watch the match. That that happened to me, too, and I think that happened to a bunch of people because I saw somebody on Facebook – no, it was on Twitter – saying, hey, I guess Ring of Honor wished they had the WWE feed right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, hey, man, I, I really enjoyed the pre-show commentary and everything and the post-show commentary, so. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about the post-show in a minute, but let's get to the matches itself from Extreme Rules. Uh, first match to start off the show, which I was surprised that they started off the show with uh, Fandango versus Chris Jericho. Uh, Chris uh, Fandango being accompanied to the ring by Summer Ray, who was definitely not wearing underwear. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told you she was the reason this show was rated TV 14. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, but uh, the match itself was good, especially with the few that they really had going on right now. Um, and uh, we were all surprised because none of us predicted Jericho to win, and Jericho wins with a uh, code breaker kind of off the top rope, kind of in that Randy Orton-esque RKO where he just comes out of nowhere, and that's where this uh, the code breaker came from. I saw somebody do a backwards code breaker. I don't know where I saw it. Do you, no. like like a, like a code breaker, but like they did it in an RKO position. Okay, wouldn't that just be the backcracker? No, no, it was like no, no, it was like an RKO position, but they did it to the, like their knees. This was on WWE television, I believe, because I don't really watch. No, oh, no, maybe this was on in PWS actually. I don't know. I don't remember. I, I, I think it was good that Jericho won. He lost to Fandango at WrestleMania. So he was due for the win. It, it continues the feud. I like it. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. Hill Franklin, any words? Yeah, I, I just kind of, I mean, I, I don't know. I think the Fandango thing is dying out, and I think it's partially WWE to blame because they're pushing it on us too much. It's like when you're a kid and your mom tells you to don't do something, you're going to do it. When she tells you you can do something, you're not going to do it. Tuesday, stop touching yourself in the car. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dave, this is going to be a, a total Dave ribbing, jo- Dave ribbing show. I like. The fact I think that- I believe he expects it though. So yeah, I know. We'll I'll get a text message at like you know two o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning, and be like, "Hey guys, good job on the show this week. I'm not mad." <laughs> <laughs> but Dave, seriously, we love you and come back to us soon because I don't want to have to shoot some more uh, YouTube clips. Of us trying to I find do. you. I do. No, no. if we're, if we're going to do something, it's going to be Cooking with Brandon too. Electric Boogaloo. Okay. Oh, all the You know all those lost episodes between episodes one and episode 16? Yeah. Th- that's what we're going to shoot. The barbecue, the barbecue episode. 
Hey, I'm fine with that. And Brandon, like, and now it's time to now it's time to turn up the grill, and we'll just have flames shooting up off the gr- off the ground, and they'll just look at the camera and just go, "Bam, roasted." <laughs> anyway, continue on. Let's get to our next match, which I was the only person that we were right about. The believe in the shield. That's all I gotta say. Dean Ambrose is your new WWE United States Champion, beating Kofi Kingston. I like the fact that he came out to the ring by himself without the rest of the members of the Shield. The match itself, I do, it wasn't the best match. I mean, it wasn't something that I'm going to rant and rave over. It was a good match. Um, I love Dean Ambrose's finisher. Anybody? Can yeah. anybody agree with me? I think, I think that was my finisher in one of the old GameCube WWE games. Not this one? <laughs> Like the the one that Dean Ambrose does with like yeah. the grab him and it's almost like a skull crushing finale. Yeah, almost. but he he does it like a bulldog. Yeah, it's it's like a front face bulldog, and I mean it, it's one of those moves where you just like watching it, you just cringe. It's, the, the Dean driver, but yeah, no, the shield. Uh, we, the were, sh- we were watching the pay per view, and I'm wondering why Dean Ambrose is now wearing a t shirt under his you know vest. What? I was we thinking- were saying it's because he has ringworm. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I can see that. I, you could I, see it being ringworm. No, but I can. I was. I was thinking the same exact mm-hmm. thing. Who's whose phone's going off? Come on. It's not me. I swear. It's not me. I swear either. Someone's riding it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Sibians. Sibians. Put, put your phone week. on vibrate and put your vibrator on phone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Christ. Uh, all right. Yeah. So we had that. Uh, a nice, good, a solid strap match. A match that I thought that I wasn't going to be into. I was actually really into Sheamus getting the win. Or you can say Super Seamus, whereas people say Super Cena. And as Hill Franklin rolls his eyes, maybe he wants to talk about this. Yeah, it, look, I mean, this, everyone bitches all the time about the Super Cena, Super Cena. Even sort on Ryback's tights, Super Cena. Oh, we'll talk I, about that in a minute because that was just we awesome. Will. But uh, Super Seamus is way worse, way worse than Super Cena ever was. Can you tell me the last time Seamus lost a one-on-one match? It had to have been against someone against the, in the Shield, but honestly, and that was tag matches. I can't tell you the last time he lost a one-on-one match. It's just boring at this point, and you can't even turn him heel because his character is not even a good heel. So, dude, his character was a whoa, great whoa, whoa, whoa. heel. He was great as a heel. No, no, he was not. Are you serious? That's because he, he was going up against Triple H. He's Triple H's protege, basically. I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed Sheamus as a heel. Remember back when he beat Cena for the title at TLC? That was great. Yeah, that, and but not even that. It was it was great. The ending was very well scripted. Which I was. A, he he ruined King of the Ring. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he had the Celtic <laughs> crown and cape or whatever and shaft. Yeah. I actually lost and track balls. of the match. I don't even think Mark Henry touched any corners. He did. He did. Oh, I yeah. liked. I liked in the earlier part of the match where he kind of like hogtied Sheamus, and like was like carried him around. I liked that a lot. I was a big. I was a big fan of that. Yeah. And I was. I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he's just like, "This is no Eddie Guerrero versus JBL." I'm sorry, but it was a good. It was a good strap match. Sheamus gets the win. We we alluded to it earlier. The the post show. Mark Henry storms out of the trainer's room, saying that he's going home. So maybe this we won't see Mark Henry for a little bit. He just came to me. Back. To me, him saying that he's going home makes sense because it's after the pay per view. Where else is he going to be? Well, on the road, brother. Yeah, but I don't know. Mark Henry pulled two tractor trailers. Maybe he just wants to 
go home and chill. Well, I apparently mean, on spend some time with hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently on the sheets. I don't want to say the dirt sheets because a, a certain rove dog may come around and. Uh, oh my God! You mentioned me. You devoted a whole show to me. Yeah, right. It's troll time. <laughs> what time is it? It's troll time. No. Yeah, but that guy's a troll. Don't follow him on Twitter at RoveDog. No, you don't even have to follow Do him. Do follow B2TG161. Yeah. Use his microphone. Oh, yeah. I can, no, I can do that? Probably. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm recording it. If anything, I can just cut it out. Um, but what was I talking about? Okay, yeah. Seamus, Mark Henry's going home. Apparently, I read something that he really has a shoulder injury, and they're going to repackage him as a face. I'm fine with that. I'm Man. always a fan of Mark Henry. Oh, I just cracked my neck. Oh, yeah. you know, I don't know. Maybe it's, and I'm not just saying this because I am a fan of the heels, but I just feel like there's not enough of them. And to turn uh, Mark Henry, who I think is actually a really good heel, into a face, what purpose does that serve? I you feel know? like his best point of his career is when they brought in the Hall of Pain. And he yeah. came in and he was so solid. I think that was the best part of his career. All right. The backstory behind that's even better if you know it. If, I'm sure you guys know it. No. That, that was originally that was originally supposed to be Brodus Brodus Clay's that's gimmick. That's right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I remember that. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. But Mark Henry did could, it so uh, much better. To jump to Brodus Clay one second. Anybody knows? I think it was this past week on Raw where they aired a commercial for that horror movie with Brodus Clay in it. Nope. I don't even. I don't even talk about mm-hmm. him. I, the only thing I remember from Raw is them like twelve rounds, twelve rounds, twelve rounds. Guess what? Randy Orton's coming out with a new movie. It's called Twelve Rounds. Go see WWE, it now. WWE app. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, we have a new number one contender for the world heavyweight title in a, an I Quit match that was interesting. Um, the WWE using instant replay better than Major League Baseball uses instant replay. And but since uh, when? Since when is there instant freaking replay? The, the best part about the best part about it is the fact that Zeb Coulter goes on Twitter and he's like, "I have to hire David Otunga because this is like you know a farce or whatever it was." Which I thought, yeah. I, which I thought was good. I liked, I, I enjoyed it. the match itself. I don't, it wasn't memorable to me. But the, yeah. I mean, the only thing that if you will remember from that match is the instant, instant is the instant replay. And I actually heard that Earl Hebner rewatched Survivor Series '97 and actually switched the decision. Yeah, when did he <laughs> watch it? The winner. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the instant replay thing. It's kind of cool. It's controversial. You know, brings up a lot of talk. But it's a, it's one know, of the, it's one of those real life things. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, I mean, Chris, there's there's nothing else to that match. It was just boring to me. And I mean, honestly, I don't even either one of them is number one contender. I'm just not 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 all excited about it. You know. I made the joke on Twitter. I was waiting for them to be like, Jack Swagger, do you quit? And then him to just go, we the people. <laughs> but it didn't happen. That, that would have made the match interesting. Yeah, that would have. I wish he would have said, stop the match. Stop it. What are you, Macadabra over there? <laughs> Jeez. All right, well, we spoke about them earlier, and they continued to, you can say justice reigns supreme instead of kings reigning supreme. We have new tag team champions after 246 days as tag team champions. Team Hell No have been stripped of their titles by the Shield. And Brandon, yet again, was wrong on this one and didn't predict the Shield to win. Listen, I knew the Shield was coming out victorious. At least I thought I knew. I just did not want to see it, so I had to go with my 
pals, Daniel Bryan and Kane. You're wearing the shirt Kingston. right now. How could yes, you not want to see that though? I How? don't. There's, I mean, there's no, there's no reason for them to have championships. Honestly, sure there is. You know what? I, I made this point a couple weeks ago on right. the show where I didn't think, but this is the best possible way that they have booked anybody in recent memory, new wrestlers in recent memory. I, and I can't tell you how wrong, how long. I mean, it, been it's so the domin- fastest rise, I think. They've been so dominant since they came in in November. And the fact that they keep having them win, having them win, losing by DQs, losing by DQs, winning, winning, winning. I feel like I'm Charlie Sheen right now. Thank you. No, we haven't used that one on on the show in a while. No, we haven't. They haven't used that. And now that the fact that they're like all three of them, you know, you have Dean Ambrose having his individual title and then Reigns and Rollins having their – their tag team titles is just making them such a strong force. And going back to a couple weeks ago with our, our buddy Montreal Broski's question about who do you think is the most dominant force, hands down now, it's the Shield. Like, Scum could have every single title now in Ring of Honor in the next coming months. It's not going to do what Shield has done. And also, too, their tag team finisher, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Seriously, that was the coolest tag team finisher I, see, I think I've seen since the origination of the Doomsday Device. What what was it exactly? It was like a burning hammer with a flying knee, or what? He Roman Reigns had him up as a, in, a, in a burning hammer. Seth Rollins comes off comes off the top rope, bam, knee to the face, and then Roman Reigns hits him with the burning hammer. Isn't it? Is it kind of uh, odd that we kind of discussed that on the show a few weeks ago? Don't remember about how he they like the tag team finisher, like oh the triple power bomb. I don't like it. Oh, okay, then, yeah, 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 okay. Isn't that a little uh, weird? Hey, you know, this, this is the name. Of, this is what they should be calling it. Justice served. That I like be, that. Yeah. That's awesome. I, don't know. I kind of feel like if it's justice served, you'll be going down to Cobb County, Georgia. No. No, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be so hard times. times. Yeah, you better respect the law <laughs> and order. Me and Jason are the same brainwave right now. Hey, I mean, going back to what Chris said, too, uh, you know, making them the most dominant force, I, I kind of feel like this is almost WWE's way, and I may get heat for saying this, but – they messed up royally with Nexus back in the day by having them lose their first big match. And, you know, they booked it right finally because they could have made Nexus huge had they not lost their first major match. Yeah. That made them look weak. And now, right away, S.H.I.E.L.D. came out looking powerful. And to have all the titles is huge. But does it make uh, Dean Ambrose, does that solidify him as the leader of the Shield since he has the singles title? I think his microphone work has solidified him as the leader of the Shield. Yeah, I mean, I just want to know with the Shield, what is their safe word? <laughs> Zanzibar. I'm, I'm so, yeah, right? It's funny. I'm glad I'm not laughing alone tonight. <laughs> Moving on. No, I, you know, I would laugh out loud, but my wife is sleeping in the next yeah. room. And you my... laughed like a Muppet. Like you put your hand over your mouth. <laughs> no one can see this. And you know what? I, now I'm kicking myself in the ass right now because we should have recorded this and given the fans like a dual aspect of the show, yeah. which would have been really cool. And then I could have just taken the video and edited it down. But Speak, Speaking of Muppets, by the way, this has nothing to do with the show, but they have a uh, – the They're making a, a Muppets museum. A museum? Yeah. Really? Yeah, a Muppets museum in uh, Long Island City in Queens. Because no they want to draw tourism to Queens. They want, oh, there's not just Manhattan when you come to New York City. There's also Queens. We're in Long Island City because my wife works in Long Island City. 
I don't know, but uh, it's not. I don't know when it'll be ready. Oh man, that's a. It's probably going to be down by the court buildings over there. That's all that space. Yeah, and well, no, they're trying to like renovate Long Island City. You know, I go through there a lot, and I see that people are like, "Oh, the new Long Island City." Blah blah blah. Yeah, I I found the article in case we're interested. Yeah, for the Muppets. Yes. I, uh, they, as long as there is a laboratory dedicated the, uh, to Beaker and Bunsen, I'm happy. P- puppets, it, costumes, and other items from Jim Henson's collection have been donated to the Museum of the Moving Image, which is building a new gallery. And this this was announced Tuesday. And when is it expected? And, uh, what was that? When is it expected? Um, the exhibit is to open next year at the museum in Long Island City across the East River from Midtown. The city is chipping in $2.75 million towards the $5 million cost for the overall project. Oh, great. And uh, speaking of renovating, uh, also has nothing to do with wrestling, but Universal (laughs) Studios is building Springfield. Yeah, I know. I saw that. You you can go to Moe's Tavern, grab a a Duff beer, which is actually going to be... I know. They were working on expanding the whole Harry Potter thing, too. Yeah, no, I heard that as well today, too. Yeah, they're putting Moe's Tavern in there. They're going to put... Uh, the quick the quickie mart's already there. I was I was there in June. The Whoever's Lard, typing stop. Um, Lard Lad was that? What is that called? Where, where are they putting this? Where the impact zone used to be? No, that's <laughs> <laughs> no. There's this whole strip of like walkway between like where the Simpsons ride is and I guess where you can say ET is, where there's nothing. There's like a couple of stands and everything like that, and some trees, and they're just gonna knock it all down and make a spring. Oh, wow, they're gonna build a, a crusty burger too. Okay, cool, cool. All right, continuing on. Randy Orton defeated the Big Show in Extreme Rules match. We all predicted that to happen. Randy Orton, Punt Kick was actually involved, which is cool. I like that. Well, I thought that was banned, by the way, by uh, Mr. Johnny Ace. Yeah, well, John Ace is not in uh, power anymore, brother. <laughs> Yeah, but what the freak? You so got to ban it because of the concussion things. But apparently, uh, again. Uh, it was said that they allowed him to do it one time only because he was in his hometown and they thought it would get a big pop, and which it did. did. Yeah, it got a huge pop. I hate Randy Orton. But is this is this now like Big Show being written off TV? I don't know. Maybe he'll get his cooking show finally. Cooking with Brandon Part 2? <laughs> no, Cooking with Big Show. <laughs> really? I'd never heard anything about that. That was one of the shows pitched for the, the network. Oh, yeah, that network. That's oh, definitely yeah. coming around. All right, so um, we also yeah, when's, had. When's that coming out again? Twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When when Sin Cara Dose wrestles on TV again? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, maybe they should bring Hunico back to be Sin Cara Dose because that went over so much more than Hunico did. It's, it's Unico. Well, sir. Anyway, I, anyway, I miss I miss correcting that. <laughs> yeah, anyway, did he get released? No, no he didn't get released. Unico is he still there? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. He, and so is Camacho. I think. And so is JTG. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Hey, man, I don't want anyone to be fired ever, so. Yeah. Uh, Let's continue on. We've got two more matches to talk about. Uh, We'll talk about the WWE Championship first. Last man standing match. They went to a draw. Uh, Hard-hitting, well-fought match between Ryback and John Cena. Ultimately, Ryback throws John Cena through the entranceway. Both guys are down. And both guys succumb to the count of ten. I would have rather I would have rather have seen them play Pictionary. Okay, well let Jason talk. He hasn't talked but enough. What happened was they crashed through the wall, and I think the referee stopped the count because by the time the camera panned back, Cena was laying down and Ryback was standing up. So shouldn't he have won? Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe it was just too brutal for did, a TV. Did the ref 14. just decide to give up on the count of ten after they went through the wall? 
I'm gonna That's the perfect the, booking for that match. Did the, uh, did the premature pyro throw everything off? Like <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was really no other way to, to book that match. They, I kind of no, they, I, 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 they it, it, it's very reminiscent to CM Punk Ryback Hell in a Cell. They booked themselves in a corner. They didn't know what to do. But they, yeah. Yeah. if John Cena beat Ryback, who's next for the WWE title? Exactly. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Just God. <kidding>. No. <laughs> Victor Cruz, maybe Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I mean, I look at this point. Screw it. You know what? Give somebody like uh, say it. Say Zack Ryder. No, I'm not going to say Zack Ryder. <laughs> Antonio Cesaro. Oh my no, God! Please. Give, give, a, give a guy like uh, Curtis Axel a push. If you want to push him heavy? Put him right into the picture. You know, Don't, and and they and, did it with Ryback. They put Ryback was in, and boom, he was in the title picture. So why not do it? Yeah, but right? he spent like four months destroying jobbers. Did you mean to say Kofi Kingston? <laughs> and, why is that funny and listen I got I got you know we didn't have we don't have Dave on the show this week but we got heel Franklin over here jumping the gun just like Dave likes to do <laughs> um okay could, we have one more match to talk about with extreme rules um Brock Lesnar successfully beats Triple H which I was the only person that proved that right before we talk about this should this have been the main event absolutely not it should have been John Cena versus Ryback and I don't understand I WWE. Why you think you think this should have been the main event? Absolutely. Brock Lesnar versus Triple H in You're 2013. Not saying, right? I'll, I'll give you the one reason and the one reason only. It was supposed to be the most extreme match. So therefore, I like the idea of the most extreme match headlining the Extreme Rules pay per view. Just for that reason only. You know, yeah, I mean, in, in some aspects, I understand that. I just feel like WWE pushes the wrong matches as main events more than a but lot of times. I mean, I don't have a. We did see that. a new steel cage, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which was cool. Apparently, there's now platforms for everybody to stand on the cage. What, what happened in the old days where you couldn't. Back in the day, you couldn't pin somebody in a steel cage match, you had to climb over the top. And I don't even think there was a door back in the day. You had to climb no, over the top. Didn't, it. Didn't, no, there was, there was a door. But didn't Snooker – I mean, people are going to yell at me if they're listening to this and I'm wrong, but didn't Snooker pin Morocco or did he go out and climb the cage? I, no, I think he pinned him. I don't yeah. know. Who knows? I don't know. I don't what know, do we know? Because so. we're just four wrestling fans. Like, <laughs> professional wrestling. We're, not, we're not historians or anything. We don't find old championship title belts in our – Attic or anything. Yeah, right. I wish I did. Yeah, the original million dollar title. That would have been freaking <laughs> awesome. But yeah, there was, no. there was one real diamond, by the way, on that championship. It was on the back. Yeah, and Virgil probably stole it. <laughs> yeah. He goes, Oh, they're not going to miss this. Hey, you want a picture with me? <laughs> he asked the championship. He goes, Do you want a picture with me? The champion's like, No, I belong to Ted DiBiase. He goes, Well, go tell him to take a picture with me. It's only $5. It's only ten dollars. No, it's only twenty. It's like you're going the wrong way, buddy. <laughs> oh my god! But anyway, Brock Lesnar gets the win by using Triple H's own device against him, knocking him with the steel with the hammer, the sledgehammer. Jesus, <laughs> the, the steel equalizer. hammer, the yeah. sledgehammer. This, he beats him with the sledgehammer and gets the win. So now it looks like Brock Lesnar has the one up in this feud with you could say Paul Heyman's guys. Ugh, they're gonna are they gonna do another match? Um probably SummerSlam. That's what I'm assuming. 
and then Triple H gets gets the one up. But we'll talk about this whole Triple H storyline in a minute. Anyway, Extreme Rules. Going, sorry. Final thoughts, going Jason. Back, final thoughts. Going back to Brandon, I will correct you. Snuka lost the cage match. After the match, Don Rocco dragged him back into the ring, which Snuka then hit his finisher, the cage dog. Oh, okay. That was uh, post-match. Oh, yeah, uh, stupid me. Yeah. Bam <laughs> Stupid Attitude yeah. Era fan. Yeah, Jeez. but uh, back to WWE and Triple H and Brock Lesnar, they expect me to, like, not to remember that they fought in 2002. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, yeah, but now, now the feud's over, Brock Lesnar's gone, and Triple H can bury Kurt Axel. Yeah, Curtis, Curtis Axel. All right, Dave. Jeez, two guys <laughs> making up for one. Anyway, let's get into it. So, okay, ex- final thoughts, Extreme Rules. What do we think? Good pay-per-view, bad pay-per-view, okay pay-per-view. Shield matches took it for me. Yeah, they'll still, they'll still show for me. Yeah, I'm all around, I mean, I actually think it was a really, really well-done pay-per-view, well-booked. Uh, people didn't – there was very limited bitching on Twitter after the pay-per-view, so that's a good yeah. sign. Yep, and one thing I remember from him is the lack of summer raised clothing. I'll say it was better than WrestleMania. I can agree with you on that, actually, because I think we said the same thing last year with Extreme Rules last year. It was better than WrestleMania. Uh, I don't know about that. I know WrestleMania I last year was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No. WrestleMania last year was better than this year's WrestleMania, but I'll say Extreme Rules did hold up very well. Yeah. I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed WrestleMania. And now we have Payback to look forward to and Randy Orton being in all the promo videos. <laughs> I think this might be the first time ever that there's a person on Marking Out that likes Randy Orton, and that's me. Ew, are you serious? You playing characters here or what? (laughs) I swear, I actually like, I do, I I like Randy Orton. I'm I'm a fan. Why don't you go marry him? Yeah. All right, well, let's get in. Oh, before we get to Monday Night Nitro. Oh my goodness, you keep teasing me. I know, I know, you're getting so excited about it. Uh, Literally... Two hours after we recorded the podcast last week, WWE cleaned house in their developmental system, firing a bunch of people. Brandon Traven, uh, Anya, who is some really hard-hitting Russian chick from what I've heard, Audrey Marie, who was on NXT this week, Percy Watson. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, more like, oh, no. Uh, Sakamoto, who is uh, – last we saw him on WWE programming was with Tensai. Uh, Briley Pierce, who is the brother to the world heavyweight champion, and Derek Bateman. How could they fire Mr. USA or whatever? That would have gone over so well. If you brought him in like in one month, like right before Memorial Day or 4th of July. Yeah, 4th of July, Memorial Day is a perfect time too. Yeah, but but also too to fire – I said it again. I hate when I say it also too. To fire the brother of the world heavyweight champion, like, how do you do that? It's, it's a mind, it's mind boggling. <laughs> so, if, if there are any independent companies listening, there are people available for bookings. Well, Derek Bateman's already uh, booked. He's wrestling AIW at the end of the month. And yeah. back to his old name again. But I mean, yeah, like you said, look, Dolph Ziggler's on top right now. You know, as a champ, he's probably the most over guy in the WWE. He's probably the biggest fan favorite in the WWE, and then you go and fire his brother. So why? That's got to piss him off. Their family. Well, I mean, but honestly, like they weren't really using Briley in NXT other than what announcing or what announcing, Not announcing I think commentating they, and whatever backstage. No, they really they started moving him into 
more wrestling-wise stuff. Okay. Remember, you said it, Brandon. You said they use them in announcing, and then they fire him, and now they're looking for a new announcer for main event. So you fire a guy that has announcing skills. Yeah, well... Yeah. Uh, Why? What are they? Are they looking for main event for what? Like a commentator or like an actual announcer? Commentator. I think commentator. I kind of like their their frequent use of WWE superstars on that. Remember when WWE released Dolph Ziggler's brother? Dolph Ziggler doesn't. <laughs> That's messed up. Ouch, man. Dude, but, oh, but with I... Derek Bateman, I think he cut his hair and now he looks like Rene Dupree. But I wish. <laughs> I wish they they kept him around. No, the best is I love Derek Bateman's like interaction with the not Triple H Twitter account. <laughs> oh yeah, and Zack Ryder did it too. And then someone was like, "Better be careful." Yeah. Last person to do that got fired. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Derek Bateman gave us the nickname of the Internet Overlords of the World. So this is true. I'm gonna miss you. Derek, I'm gonna miss you, man. Derek, if you ever want to come on the podcast and shoot on everybody in NXT, by all means. I was going to tweet him the day off and be like, hey, uh, now you could finally come on Marking Out, but and I feel like... You should have done it. I'll I'll do it right now. I don't care. I'll do, do it. Do it right now while we're recording the show. Doing it. Anyway, the, okay, but seriously. Anyway, all these people definitely have bright futures. I, I'm a big fan of Percy Watson. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, let's get into it. Let's get to Monday Night Raw. Monday, Monday Night Nitro. What was that? I was hearing an echo of myself. It was me doing it Uh-oh. as well. I thought all four of us would have done it. But... Monday Night Nitro. That is the worst impression of me I've ever heard. <laughs> Shut the hey, fuck hey, up, Hey, respect Brandon. one second, man. It was the cheer anniversary of Macho Man's death. Yes. Yeah, true. And actually, today is today's actually... Uh, today's Omen Heart. Yeah, 14 years. I can't believe that, man. Was he getting a shout-out today, Brandon? Nah, but... but... Owen Hart Memorial Month. But, okay, Thursday. anyway, Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, there we go. All right, goods, bads, middles. We had two bads. We well, I, I think we can't start off with bads first. We kind of have to start off with let's start off the with nipples. Goods. Nipples. Yes, what? I said nipples, not mi- nipples. No, we'll start. We'll start off with goods first. Um, Ryback after one night after challenging John Cena in a grueling last man standing match, challenges him again at payback in an ambulance match. I like this. I think it's different. When was the last time you saw an ambulance match? I feel like it was recent-ish. Wasn't it Kane and John Cena? Yeah, it was Extreme Rules two years ago. Okay, yeah, two years ago. Wait, Kane and John, wait Kane and John Cena were not two years ago, was it? Yeah. No, oh, no, it was that, last, that, that was was, last year. I yeah, it was last year. That was last year at the Elimination Chamber. Oh, okay. But anyway... I like the ambulance match gimmick. I was kind of got really excited when I started, started hearing ambulances and Scott. St- I thought Scott Steiner was coming out. I wish I was outside cooking burgers using my Jim, Jim Ross's grilling seasoning, which Damn, I do roasted. often. Which go to WWE shop and buy his products if you haven't done so already. And I had my Bose sound speakers. Yes, we're sponsored by Bose. Apparently, uh, go get their speaker system. And I uh, had that playing outside while I was grilling up some meat. And I heard the sirens. I was like, no, get out of here. Tell me Scott Steiner's back. And then it wasn't Steiner. And Ryback channel, Ryback. channeling his inner aces and eights. Yeah. I thought it was the old, uh, I thought it was the old Monday Night Raw sirens. I, mean, I, I popped for that. Mar. Did they cut the lyrics <laughs> from Ryback's theme? They did. I guess that just makes him badass now. That doesn't say feed me more for his Ryback I rules. Even, I didn't even notice that. My life. My rules. 
Running back rules. Coming soon to NBC. Anyway, yeah, so... I like the new t-shirt, too. He's got a new t-shirt. Yeah, the Ryback It kind of looks like uh, Hulkamania writing. Yeah. Okay. Where it says rules. I, I said it at uh, when we watched the pay-per-view. Do you think they just had a bunch of uh, rated-R superstar beanies <laughs> left over and just took everything except for the R and said, here you go, Ryback, we'll sell these? No, that was it was just the R for Ryback. <laughs> I mean, for, for rated-R superstar. Yeah, I have one of those beanies. It came with the uh, the Edge uh, anthology collection. Yeah, Mark. Anyway, <laughs> continuing on with our goods. Can you can you mark yourself? Is that legal or what? Yeah, I think so. I think it's In 42 right. states it's legal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. But aren't there 55 states? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, we did mention something bad about him before and being super Seamus, but Seamus defeated Titus O'Neil. Uh, Titus O'Neil, I guess, getting retribution for Seamus beating Mark Henry the night before. This match was actually really good, and I was pretty impressed with Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil was so upset he said the F word. He dropped an F bomb. Hey. Yes, Mick Foley. Mick Foley tweeted something out saying about how Vince McMahon is definitely going to have a talk after that match that should be eventful or something. He'll probably just go up to him and go, Titus. Hurrah, 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 hurrah. <laughs> and then Titus, and then Titus will go back and just be like, hurrah, 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 hurrah. At what point can we stop? Uh, can we stop calling what's his name, uh, Mister No Days Off? Because the guy takes every day off at this point. I mean, I'm I'm over him. When I you're like a scrub, the whole the whole Mister No Day Off is he's in the gym, three hundred and sixty five point three days a year. Where's the point three come from? I don't know. Isn't there a, isn't there a point three in the year for like you got to take into effect leap year? Mm, leap year isn't every year, brother. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It happens every four years, so it eventually adds up to the extra day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess so. Um, more goods. AJ defeats Layla with the Black Widow yet again. That's like the best way to tap out. Yeah, right? Just to tap you, tap you some ass. And I don't know if anybody anybody that's listening realized that somebody on the bottom, bottom scroll is like, man, AJ can use that submission all day and I'll tap out every every single time. I guess because they're touching her butt. I, I like love it. that submission move. Love it. But you know, I don't think she would be able to get it on me. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, right. Challenge accepted. Dear AJ, you're gonna change your change marking out to username to like I love AJ or something. <laughs> to a big old, AJ, big old slap chop head. AJ Lee fan. It's like, dear AJ, I challenge you <laughs> to do to do the, the move on me. I have I like to tap it. out on the women's, uh, you know, a women wrestler using a submission move. It makes it, you know, I feel like they're trying a little bit each week to make the Divas division somewhat interesting. Well, who's the trainer down in NXT right now for all the... Uh, Miss Sarah Del Rey. The best fucking women wrestler in the world. That was actually pretty good. Were you a singer in high school? Yeah, I was. Seriously? Yeah. He was in show choir. It was pretty decent. Maybe Are you lying? Are you lying or no? No, maybe I'll, I'll be the next musical into it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Since Brandon won't sing Dust in the Wind, maybe we'll get Heel Franklin to do it. <laughs> All right, continuing on. Cody Rose defeated Zack Ryder, and afterwards, Zack Ryder got destroyed and thrown in an ambulance by Ryback. So do we think this may be Zack Ryder's maybe right off of TV for now? I don't know, as in like him getting pushed off the stage by Kane? Yeah, it's like that. 
something like that every year. It's something different. First it was Kane, now it's Ryback. Well, I guess we'll know when Zack Ryder shows up at Psycho Circus next year. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that. I mean, look, uh, you know, at least like you said, when he got pushed up the stage, he was still on TV and they were still – I kind of think the WWE is on board with a possible gimmick change for Zack Ryder. I mean, they're obviously – look, he has to get approval on a lot of things, I'm sure, growing the hair out and just – dropping that gimmick they wouldn't let him do it without their permission so Gee, pulling back curtain much oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah well I mean, I mean, we saw the the new zach Ryder, i guess trailer video i guess of him standing behind uh that same fence that he tried to get over and playing the hardcore version of o radio yeah should be and i and i heard he's selling his hair on ebay <laughs> no i'm just kidding it was a yeah. briscoe thing and Bris- it was teeth briscoe thing yeah, you remember that for Christmas? Oh, yeah, that's seat? right. Oh, my God. Mark Briscoe, that was amazing. <laughs> hey, guys, yeah. it's Christmas time. But if any of you guys want to buy my beard, I'll be more than happy to shave it off for $400. That yeah. is the grossest thing I have ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've heard more things that are gross. Like, come on. No, that's, that, that's it. What? Weren't, you didn't have lead bid on that? <laughs> At what point? I'm already a ginger. Why would I want more ginger hair around? Why would you not want this beautiful beard on your face? It sounds really weird. The only yeah. thing you'll know is that it, it's sanitized. I have to start talking to girls and be like, who doesn't want this beard on your face? <laughs> <laughs> Anything right. in my love stash? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon doesn't have a love stash. Um, anyway, so Cody Rhodes said to Caitlin. Yes, I know. And he says that to everybody. Uh, anyway, but... Uh, Continuing on, the Shield is successful in six-man action, defeating their opponents from the night before: our Team Hell No and Kofi Kingston. Do you think these? But well, we're going to see on SmackDown it's going to be Dean Ambrose versus Kofi Kingston for the United States title. But do you think Hell No is going to get their title shot and successfully defend them? If they do, never do it on a uh, SmackDown main event. Always do it on pay per view. Always do it on Monday Night Raw. Not Unless much, it's taped. Not Monday well, Night Nitro? No. Monday Night Nitro is dead. I killed it. Yeah. All right. I, I feel like I say that every week now. I'm kind of pushing for uh, Daniel Bryan heel turn. Yeah, because he's no. not the weakest link. Yeah, and the way he's been acting, you know, kind of, I don't know. I just kind of see him maybe snapping and, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I'd be a fan of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can. I'm. I'm trying to think if I would like that. I kind of like what he's doing right now. But hey, teach their own. All right. Let's get now to the middles. Uh, you had a tag team match where Miz and Jericho defeated Wade Barrett and Fandango. Does he Michael had, Cole keep calling that light bright? What does he keep saying it is? The light, light bright. bright. Yeah. Like, come on. What year did you grow up? That's not even light light bright. Nineteen dickety six. Whoa, whoa, I had a light bright, and that was the greatest toy ever when I was a kid. I had light bright, too, and I'm saying, like, that's clearly not light bright. I had a light bright, too, and I made big penises on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know when I, I used to go over his house and play with his light bright, and there were already, like, members <laughs> drawn on them. And I'm look, like, what Bra- is this? Look, Cousin Brandon, I made some boobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's Y space space. I mean, uh, parentheses, space, 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 period, space, 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 Y. No, space, you lost, space, you lost her. Eight zero zero eight. Look, it smells poop, cousin Brandon, on the light bright. Yeah. No, my fam, my family was a titty guy. Yeah, but anyway, this match, yeah, Fandango just left to just dance on the outside. Yeah, what was that about? 
I wish. Although it, I'm not complaining about his dance partner. Yeah, I don't think anybody's complaining about his dance partner. I think that was the only good thing about it. And yeah, the, well. and the, and the, and the best is JBL and Cole are just like, "Yep, she wasn't wearing any clothes last night." Yeah, it's all right, <laughs> JBL. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. Some of their commentary is pretty risque. Yeah, risque. Um, should we give? I'm, I'm liking it. I'm, I, liking I, it. I, I'm, I'm a fan of it. But yeah, the fact did that... I bring up the? I'm sorry, Chris. No, go ahead. Did I bring up the the whole thing on my thoughts on Fandango lately? No. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like WWE. I feel like the Fandango thing is just dying out. Oh yeah, you did. Like, you did bring did. this up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I have uh, Dolph Ziggler disease. I forget things. Oh sometimes. man! Stop Sympathic- saying that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I can know, but I could see Fandango maybe kind of turning into the face character and feuding with Wade Barrett for the Intercontinental Title. Yeah, and uh, hopefully he'll pick up the Intercontinental Championship and dance all around the world. Yeah, like um, Stone Cold said that tweeted that like I think a month ago. He goes, he's like, "What? Fandango is going to be a, a, a mid card champion in about six months? What?" No. Seriously? Yeah, no. You don't think there's a better booking though for the IC? I mean, for how long have we been trying to make the IC title relevant? But you dude, Dangle's the guy to do it. They xed out an intercontinental title match on main event this week to put Biggie Langston versus Alberto Del Rio again. Like, it sucks. It was a good match though. I mean, it was not a great match, but it was more better than. More it was better. better. Yeah. What the fuck? That was my first curse, but uh. But it was definitely better than when it was on Raw. I, I just, uh, you know, my thoughts on Biggie Langston and. I think there's two ways right now you can make the IC title somewhat relevant again. You put it on somebody and make that person the fourth member of the Shield. Or you or, bring back the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> no. Or you put it on Biggie when Ziggler gets back and and give AJ the the, the Divas title. And then no, we, no. No, I like that. Idea. I do not need in the record books Biggie Langston Intercontinental Champion. Well, he's going to be in your WWE encyclopedia. So, what if he puts yeah, knee pads on, Brandon? No, like still him? no, still no. Yeah. You could put on a jumpsuit for all I care. I just, no. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, more middles. Paul Heyman introduced on Monday Night Raw a new Paul Heyman guy. In that I being, can't, I really can't believe Rob Van Dam is back. Yeah, right. But anyway, yeah, Rob Van Dam looks a lot like Michael McGillicuddy. He's been yeah. gone a long time. He really changed a lot. But anyway, yes, Michael McGillicuddy is the new Paul Heyman guy, but he's not Michael McGillicuddy. He's Curtis Axel. First of all, name. What do we think about this new name? I like it. I hate it. I I really it to me it doesn't scream main event. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Like Railroad Rudy, the reason why that screams main event is because it's from 1980. Yes. Put it this way, though, right? Okay, if he's not the son of Mr. Perfect, Curtis Axel is a great ring name. Yeah, for an independent wrestler. Yeah, no, I agree. Or, or like an 80s wrestler, like Railroad Rudy. Like yeah, was- like, and now stepping to the ring, Curtis Axel's taking on the Brooklyn Brawler. Or, yeah, or <laughs> if it was Railroad Rudy versus Curtis Axel, perfect. Great. Yeah. You know how many butts they would have put in the seats? <laughs> how about Kurt Axel? I mean, because that was originally what it was supposed to be. If you saw on the yeah the, on flub, the Titan the flub. yeah I saw that, but I don't know. I don't get it. Why were they? Why was everyone saying Curtis? Maybe because there's a Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, I mean, the, and it's funny. Dave tweeted that out about how I fed him all this information. He'll tell you I didn't, but I 100 percent did. He tweeted something like, first you have." 
Curtis and Kurt. Then Curtis became Fandango. Now you have Curtis Axel. Where's Mr. Hughes? And I thought that was a funny tweet because they're all Kurt or Curtis. And But I don't know. Is there room for Curtis and Kurt? I don't think so. Two... Well, I, 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 <laughs> I'm just, I'm just curious as to why it's not Joe. Like we know who you are. I understand Kurt Hennig himself was not Kurt Hennig in WWE. Yet when he debuted, I believe it was Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig, or Kurt Hennig, Mr. Perfect, or whatever. But like we, we know him in WWE, WWF is Mr. Perfect. Why can't we know? his son as just Joe. Like it could be Joe, the ax Hennig or Curtis, the ax Hennig. I, I agree don't with understand you on that. Why, if you want to put, uh, pay homage to your father and your grandfather. Like, I don't understand why that name gets chosen like that, but we can all agree though. It's still better than Michael McGillicuddy. Absolutely. I, I was a fan of Michael McGillicuddy. Everyone's like, Oh, why not this? And I'm like, I don't know. It's a cool name. It's a it's a name. But you know, know, the one thing we can agree on: new theme music. Yes, it's perfect. On on nice. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, positively perfect. Yeah, and there's actually um, I found it. I know the one that they play that they're using is a little more upbeat, but there's one you can find it on YouTube. It's a remixed mix. version. Yeah, it's like a rock mix. It's it's awesome. I, yeah. I actually wish they would have used that one instead. And speaking of a the rock i (laughs) i can't name any other superstars that took their father's and grandfather's name to make them their name other than curtis axel and the rock rocky maivia there might be other people out there carlos cologne carlos cologne's his real name carlito and speaking of carlito cologne like that's like that's his name and speaking of steroids and carlito fuck him (laughs) seriously wait why because he sends out a tweet. He's like, oh, guess what? The guys in the shield just stop believing in the shield and start believing in the gym. I do steroids. Blah, blah, blah. Look at me. Oh, maybe that's why he's wearing a shirt. What? Maybe that's why Dean Ambrose is wearing a shirt. No, they're maybe all they wearing vests. Maybe. No, but didn't you say earlier, Jason, that Dean Ambrose is now wearing a shirt under his vest? He was wearing a white shirt. Yeah, he's wearing a white shirt. I think Roman Reigns is wearing a black shirt. Well, so no, maybe and they're Seth getting Rollins a little chunky. Like, and Seth Rollins is wearing an Under Armour shirt. That's been the part of their gimmick for, I mean, the part of their attire. I don't know. Carlito, if you're listening to this, which I know you're not, I'm a fan of you. I'm cool with you. No, Get listen it? and have fun sticking needles in your asshole. No, dude, are you kidding wow. me? Carlito's the man, man. No, he isn't the man. <laughs> man. man. <laughs> dude, Carlito's awesome. He signed my apple. That's not a fake apple, is it? Yeah. That's not a real apple. No, it's probably, uh, you know that's going to rot, right? Yeah, that's probably yeah, before Carlito he started right juicing up and, and t- tweeting his opinions. Hey, man, everybody can't be Kurt Angle. No, no one can. <laughs> yeah, deleting their tweets. But, and, no, no, but you know the worst part is Carlito was like, oh, that was just a joke. I was just joking. They're all good performers. Not as good as me. I'm a body guy. Steroids. Hey, man, Carlito was great in the ring. He still is great in the ring, I'm sure. Not that I've seen him lately inside the You know ring. Juan is going to Puerto Rico and he's going to a uh, WCC event? Are you serious? Yeah. That's pretty cool, but are you serious? What? <laughs> That's like, I always want to go, like, I, I actually, uh, I'm thinking about booking a trip to Abu Dhabi 
in October for when you're, WWE goes you there. You are such I'm just a kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> just kidding. All right, let's get, let's let's finish up Monday Night Raw here. So yeah, um, yeah, Biggie Langston defeated Alberto Del Rio and continuing of our middles. Uh, this kind of adds a little bit of spice to the world heavyweight title picture now that the number one contender. What kind of spice? Ginger spice? Sporty spice? I was thinking um, five spice. <laughs> Scary. Wait, what kind of spice? Five spice. Oh, five spice? Yeah, I was thinking about that. So this adds a little bit of spice to the uh, world heavyweight title picture. I, li- I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Now that when, once Dolph Ziggler comes back, Biggie Langston now holds a win over the number one contender for the world heavyweight champion. Yeah, I don't know. I just need... I. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. All right. I need uh, somebody else in the number one. We need somebody else in the title picture. Show. The, the problem is who? There's yeah. nobody left. Mark Henry. Yeah, he, he, went, he home. went home. No, he'll come back. He'll find his smile. Antonio Cesaro. Yes, yes. another perfect example. I'm going to tell you right now who I think it's going to be, and you're all going to hate me. Okay. Zack Ryder? Randy I'm just Orton. kidding. Heal Randy Orton. It better not be. Yeah, it better it, 100% not be Randy Orton at all. He's see. on the cover of the poster. It better not be Randy Orton. Payback's a payback coming soon to a pay-per-view near you. <laughs> you didn't see those promo videos during NXT this week. It was terrible. Payback's a Randy Orton, and this is bull. <laughs> I'm Randy Orton, and payback's a – what's my line? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? right. Uh, he does not care about wrestling anymore. You could see it in his matches. You could see it. Like, just look at him. He doesn't care. By the he's way, bored he, as a face. He says it millions of times all but, over. He's, he's not quiet about it. He's tired it of being a face. It doesn't matter. If, like, if that's how you conduct yourself, if, like, you're bored, like, come on. You're, oh, I don't get my way, so I'm not going to put my 100% into the match. Anyway, let's talk about Randy Orton because he starts off our bads with him defeating Jack Swagger. And this is all because of the WWE app that everybody has that WWE has been shoving down our throats. Um, guys, your thoughts on the WWE app? It's Listen, I got no problem with the app originally when it first came out with it, the idea of it. But the fact is, yeah, like you said, they're shoving it down our throats throughout the entire three hours of Raw. And on top of it all, if it's not bad enough that the commentators now don't even talk about wrestling, now they want us to stop watching wrestling to go watch people talk on an app. Where, yeah, right. where is wrestling? And that's- but the the app is cool though because it does it does continue matches on the app if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Brandon, during I, commercials, I, I, yeah, yeah but I'm talking about during a match they want me to go watch uh, Matt Stryker interview Caitlin. Well, yeah, that, I don't I don't agree yeah. with that. This week they interviewed the Road Dog. Yeah, that was a nice birthday uh, shout out for him. Oh, you didn't know? No, 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 no. Oh, you were unaware. Oh yes, <laughs> you were not aware of this. You know what? It's just as as Franklin said. It's just butchering. It's like, hey, guess what? There's crappy wrestling going on. Hey, look at this crappy promo on your smartphone right now. Just look at it right now. I would rather watch Caitlyn cut a promo. Not saying she's bad on the mic or anything, but I would rather watch her cut a promo than Randy Orton. Match, All right, so. Luke Cousin. No, it's not even that. I don't have a mustache. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I just I can't I can't stand Randy Orton. And everyone tweets to us during Monday Night Raw. How could you not stand Randy Orton? It's because listen to me. What I'm saying. He's bored. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about what I see, so why should I care about him? Yeah, true, true. All righty. Uh, one last bit before we hit the break. 
Curtis Axel defeated Triple H in the main event. It really wasn't like a solid win for Curtis Axel. He didn't really get over like he should have, especially his first night debuting on WWE Raw. Uh, Triple H couldn't finish the match because he had a concussion from the night before. So WWE playing off this Triple H concussion gimmick. It was absolutely a terrible ending to Monday Night Raw. Um, you, you debut a new superstar, uh, re-debut a new superstar, and you want him to be over and whatnot, yet here you are, Triple H being the last person seen on television because, oh, I can't finish because I have a concussion, even though the doctor told me I'm not ready to compete, even though Dolph Ziggler in real life is going through a concussion. Yeah. I just I don't get I don't understand why everything has to be about Triple H. There's some aspects there's some aspects of Triple H that I really enjoy when he pushes the younger talent and he's not involved. And then there's just parts of Triple H that I don't enjoy when, when he's on TV. So And Triple wrestling. H has like been a fan uh, of pushing him. Like they've been working together for a while now. It was really I'm sure from what a lot of the sheets say, whatever that Triple H is part of the reason he's going to get this push. And me and Brandon were texting each other during a role. We were like, you know, I hope that he doesn't, Triple H doesn't bury him in his first match. And, and he, he did, like Brandon said. Triple H is the last guy on TV. That's how it ends. That's the story. I right. I, I like the storyline, the way they're kind of going to go with it. Um, we were talking about it, that, you know, Curtis Axel, did he dethrone the King of Kings? But I don't know. Give him the give him a, a legit W. That's going to put him over. We were talking about it before with the Shield booking and how well it's been done, and they're starting off really bad with Curtis Axel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally do you uh, do you have a, you have final thoughts on that, Chris, or no? Me, no, I totally agree with you on that. He should have got. You should have closed overall with him getting a solid win over Triple H and be like Curtis Axel coming in and beating the King of Kings. What is he going to do next? Cut out instead of Triple H. Oh, I have a concussion. I got hit in the head with a sledgehammer last night. I shouldn't be wrestling. Blah, 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 blah. No, he should have gotten the shield treatment by making him unstoppable. But, but I mean, in other senses, I also feel like that we've seen many times recently. That with Ryback, that with Tensai, that with the shield. With Tensai. So, I don't know, maybe it's a good thing to not see it end in such a strong high note. Well, if they can put him at the pay-per-view against Triple H and have him go over clean, then maybe I'll reconsider my uh, my thoughts here. Yeah. But uh, in the meantime, there's a new list out if you want to go over that. Now, on that note, let's hit a... Uh... <laughs> Let's hit a break right now, and then we come back. We're going to talk about some professional wrestling here on Marking Out. Hey, guys, what's going on? This is Dave the Rave that the ladies crave. I'm sorry I couldn't be there this week, but I'm splitting slits up here at college, and I just want to say thanks for supporting my podcast. Thank you for supporting Marking Out. Buy a T-shirt. Listen to Marking Out on MarkingOut.com, Stitcher Radio, and uh, you could subscribe on iTunes. Uh, yeah, thank you. And we are back on Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Brandon, you know what? I think I have to listen to your list now. What was it? Oh, mister, I want to listen to the list now. It is a barbershop window list, and I'm a, a fan of that. And I just actually fan... ordered, I just ordered two tank tops from them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which ones? I ordered the Ico Pro one to go with my Zubaz. And I also ordered the Support Indie Wrestling one because I know those NYWC shows do get really hot in July and August. So. <laughs> yeah, very hot. Yeah. But uh, if you need the list, I have it in front of me. No, I have the list. Okay. Uh, I have the list. It, it's cool that a fan actually tweeted to Barbershop Window saying you should give Mark and out a list every week. So I don't know if this is them giving us a list or not, but uh, let me go ahead and read it. Hands listening. It's the top 10 list of uh, scary things wrestling fans do in honor of their new T-shirt. Number one, are, Luke Hudson. Are we going to do this like uh, Letterman? <laughs> I don't know if I can do it again. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> number, number one. Yeah, it's funny. Number one, right, you bring up. a megaphone with you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that with the drum roll. I say, by the way, I went to see Paul Anka, and Paul Schaefer was sitting in the audience, so that's pretty cool. Okay, I'm just continue. kidding. But number one, you change set- your name to Max Granitz. No, no, no! Stop, stop! They set aside thirty minutes every week to dust their collection of La Resistance action figures because Sylvain Granier just doesn't look good when covered with dust bunnies. <laughs> I used to dust my wrestling figures every single week and then i grew up a little bit <laughs> a little yeah, bit. you do it every two weeks <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh number two they hum entrance music for themselves when they walk into the office every day the secretary is convinced they're crazy because every morning at 9 a.m they walk while mum- mumbling i hear voices in my head <laughs> Number three, they have a favorite Mordecai match. I mean, who doesn't, right? What? Mordecai? Yeah, you don't remember Mordecai? No. Kevin, white, white Kevin what's his name? What's his name? Kevin, Kevin Thorne? Kevin Thorne, when he had the white hair, white eyebrows, white goatee. Nope, There's sorry. a Judgment Day match against Scotty Tuhati, I have a feeling. I, it's pretty sad that I, <laughs> I hope there's no Judgment Day match. I don't know. Uh, number... Four, they had their own custom tights made, even though they never intend to wrestle and really should never be wrestling, uh, wearing spandex to begin with. <laughs> and uh, I don't own spandex. I don't own any tights, so I own I own spandex, but they're running tights. Yeah, and they show off nothing. My <laughs> you your balls. Just kidding. I don't look. Uh, number five, they rank their girlfriend's sexual performance with Meltzer-esque stars. Of course, this is assuming they have a girlfriend. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, n- number six, they consider Scott Steiner to be the greatest living poet. Huh? <laughs> number seven, they hang their replica championship belts on their bedroom wall as if they actually accomplished something. And that's I'm, not turning, I'm not going to turn the camera right now and show you that I have that done. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, there, there's somebody in my hometown going around actually with a WWE championship calling him the champion of my town. And I think he actually thinks he's the champion when clearly he's not perfection like I am. you got to stop uh, talking about yourself in the third person. <laughs> no, I don't own any championship title belts. And if I had the money for one, I would make a custom one. Wildcatbelts.com? Yes, a nice plug over there. Uh, Number eight, I don't own this. 
they own Behind Enemy Lines Columbia on DVD. I watched it once. That was with Kennedy, right? <laughs> Wait, no, do you own that? I, I No, I don't own it. I rented it once with an ex-girlfriend and she wasn't paying attention. I was watching it. I'm just like screaming at him like, this is so bad. Why are we watching this? This is terrible. Anyway, yeah. continue. Uh, number nine is something I feel like we're guilty of. They regularly use the phrase turning heel in everyday conversation. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and number 10. No, <laughs> no drum roll. Number uh, 10. They ask their girlfriend to wear something sexy for them. When she asked what he had in mind, he handed her a replica Jushin Liger mask. <laughs> Brandon's yeah, like, that's, that's I don't have a girlfriend, 10. but if I did, I have the mask for her. I don't have a Jushin Liger mask. I 100% would rock a Jushin Liger mask, though. <laughs> anyway, so. another awesome list from Barbershop Window. Go uh, buy their shirts at barbershopwindow.com. I'm pretty sure that four out of the five of us, f- three out of the four of us right now, have Barbershop Window shirts. I, 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 yeah, I have one. Okay, so oh, all, of us so have all four of us, four out of four. Yeah. Barbershop Window. And can, I, I'm a, what are you going to say? Can we take a guess on which one I own? The hashtag heel shirt. Jackpot. <laughs> <The> <laughs> which color, color, though? Which the pink color? one. Pink. Oh, wow. How do you know that, Chris? What are you in his closet? So what? So what? <laughs> but, uh, All right, so I, which one do I own there? Let's see how good you are. The Kona Crush shirt. Yeah! <laughs> Gee, Chris, what are you on everybody's mind? No, because I remember when we did the show with with uh, Jason last time. Oh, yeah. He was like, yeah, I, I just right. ordered the Kona Crush shirt. I'm like, nice. Yeah, and I like when wrestlers actually come up and compliment me on my barbershop window T-shirts, and then they have they don't know what barbershop window is, but then I go tell them, and I'm sure they go buy their own shirts. So Hell. whatever happened to the WWE line of kayfabe shirts that they had out for hey, the week? They're out. I still have to buy them. Oh, he's wearing oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, I love this shirt. <laughs> he's wearing the jobber shirt right now. <laughs> the shirt. Oh my goodness! You can make that buy, for five bucks. Buy my bucks. Like a shirt. Which one? The one with Boss Man on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Amen. Man. Like a fucking house. Anyway, yeah. let's get on some professional wrestling talk. Barbershopwindow.com. dot uh, com. We'll start off with TNA this week. Uh, a lot of returns. Uh, first off, you have Suicide returning and winning the three-way match between Joey Ryan himself and Petey Williams. So now, did he come down from the ceiling? No, it was no. sucked. It was so stupid. Like I was kind of disappointed by that. He just came out of the entranceway normally. Can I? I, I I'm going on a limb here, and I'm sure this isn't the reason, but possibly, maybe because of the Owen Hart thing, and it's just being so close to his death thing. I highly doubt that. Yeah. Out of respect? There can't be. There's no way. They're not smart enough to think Yeah, they, that. they don't have the money to get him to ascend from the ce- descend from the ceiling now. That's but, true, actually. It's not the impact zone, so you don't have their own rigs and everything. So. Yeah. But anyway, he's going to be going on in an Ultimate X match at Slammiversary with him, Chris Sabin, and Kenny King for the X Division title. You when all- is Slammiversary? Do you know? Not this the weekend. Next, the next weekend. Next. Oh, it's June, not July? Yeah. That's unfortunate. No, it is June. Yeah, no, I'm saying it's that. That's unfortunate. I'm no, going to be in Boston in July, so yeah, I have nothing to do. Maybe I would have went to 
Slammiversary. Yeah, true. Nah, who am I kidding? I wouldn't have gone. True. So uh, you sound very far away. You also yeah, saw yeah, a bunch of other returns. Uh, James Storm needs a tag team partner to go into this th- four corners, three corners, four corners match. Four corners. At, thank you very much, Jinx. Someone owes me a beer. Um, at, you can't say that and then jinx us. No. Whatever. Regardless, that's two. Um, yeah, so James Storm needs a partner going into this thing. Uh, we saw the return of Shark Boy. Oh, shell, yeah. Which I thought was awesome. I kind, of, I kind of marked out a little bit for that. But also, too, I kind of... Uh, who was it? Hogan alluded to the fact that Shark Boy was there because you probably knew that Shark Boy knew nothing about him. Hulk Hogan knew nothing about Shark Boy until he was there that day. Yeah, he goes, wait, so let me get you straight, brother. There's actually a guy who wrestles under a mask, brother. No, you got to add Jack in there. Shark Boy. And got to add what? Jack. He's Jack. been adding, yeah, he's like, well, let me tell you something, brother. The other day, I went to Hogan's Beach Shop, Jack. It says Jack? Yeah. yeah, ever since Doug Dynasty came out. And I want to let you know something else, brother. I didn't go under a mask named Mr. America, brother. <laughs> yeah, but, so we saw the return of Shark Boy. We also saw the return of Gunner, Mr. Intensity, and he will now <laughs> be. funny. What? He just left uh, somebody who gets, who probably gives out bro jobs backstage. Who, oh, Robbie E.? Yeah, he he came out. And he, he didn't ever return, though. He's been on TNA programming yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah, I know, I get Although, I got to say, when he was going over the list of tag team names for the possibility, when he said uh, Tan and Wasted, I thought that was great. That's actually a really good tag team name. Yeah, no, that is. I totally agree. But it, but Robbie E. will not be his partner. Sharkboy will not be his partner. <laughs> Mr. Intensity Gunner will be James Storm's partner at Slammiversary. There's a lot of rumors floating around right now, though, that James Storm is injured. He has a uh, abdominal injury. So we'll see uh, how that plays into to affect going into Slammiversary. Um, you have these Bound for Glory qualifier series where all the gut check winners get to go in to a tournament to see who will uh, go into the Bound for Glory series. Sam Shaw advanced because Aces and Eights and Wes Briscoe's terrible promo skills took out um, whoever he was, Alex Silva. It's just, it, that, it was so, that was such a terrible, terrible promo by Wes Briscoe. Why are they still giving him a microphone? Well, that's the problem with gut check. Why? Is I, I, I gotta say, I just like I actually got up and and walked out of the room during the middle of it. It's bad. I mean, there's just some guys that aren't good on the mic, and that's when you you know that's he's surrounded with aces and eights. There's no reason he has to be talking on a mic. Doc needs a microphone. That's all I gotta say. Because he'll probably just get on there. Hey, good brother. <laughs> I was gonna say, will he open up his his speech just talking like that? Hey, brother. <laughs> Guess what? We took out your opponent tonight. Didn't give him a good payday or anything like that, because that's what TNA does. Hey there. Kermit the Frog here. Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here. That's pretty good, right? You also sound like Buster from Arrested Development, too. Oh, oh man, it's it's back soon. Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday. I, we're going to Virginia this weekend, and we're going to come yeah. back. And Monday, I'm going to sit on my couch and eat frozen bananas. I am... I think i'm still making frozen bananas i'm not sure but i will be barbecuing on sunday by myself well with my you gonna friend. do the job the triple dip no oh come on brandon no. i own all rights to mr banana grabber yeah mr. Banana grabber. uh also on impact this week we have a new knockout champion mickey yes. james taking the title good for her yeah. Yes. I like when they do title changes on non-pay-per-views when it's on TV. Well, I like with, it. Well, with TNA, you only have four pay-per-views a year. So, you know, yeah. 
What are you going to change twice a, the t- title twice a year? Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, always, I guess. You don't always have to change your title, though. I mean, yeah. CM Punk held it for pretty long. But that's different. Not that that's WWE. I mean, this is TNA we're talking about. Yeah. So. Can we get to the... Uh, what, how long are they going to have uh, ODB as the ref? It's just terrible. Jeez. I strongly dislike ODB. I've said this... I like ODB. I like I like her rack. I just I don't just, like her. I don't like her gimmick. I don't like I, I like I can't stand. If I'm going to a wrestling show, I do not want to see a chick scratch her vagina. Why not? I just don't. Isn't that half the indies? <laughs> yeah, right. Christ. <laughs> oh man. Um, and the last thing we're going to talk about from Impact is AJ Styles. They've been really alluding to this over the past couple of weeks. AJ Styles is going to be the new member of Ace and Aces and Aids. Blah, 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 blah. He gets in the ring, get, gets his cut, as they call his vast phrases and eights, and poses with the team, and then bashes Doc in the face and <laughs> walks out, which we all, seriously, like before we started recording the show, we all popped for that huge. And I thought it was good. And it keeps AJ Styles being the uh, the lone ranger that he is. He's not on Team TNA. He's not on Team Aces and Eights. He's his and own grandpa. Little, what are they doing with Below Down? They're making him a scrub. Yeah. Did he lose his uh, his what is he was it vice president? Yeah, he's a prospect now. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say too. I think the one of the best matches on that card uh, on TNA tonight uh, uh, Thursday night was probably the Kurt Angle and uh, Mister Kennedy match. That match was unreal. I like that, and I also like the fact that they had Kurt Angle. They they had that whole video of Kurt Angle at the wrestling event. In Grand Central oh. Station. Yeah, to save th- the uh, Olympic wrestling. I thought it was very well done. It was nice and polished. Liked how Is they there had somebody else famous there that we know? Um, Bert Baumgarten, something. He's a four-time Olympic uh, gold medalist for wrestling. I don't know who that is. Dave would probably like, Brandon, why don't you know that. about him? I was going to say Dave would know him. Yeah, One of the Baldwin brothers was there. That's why I remember it. Billy that. Baldwin. Yeah. Yes, that's why I know, I know that. Yeah, that was it. So, yeah. So, we have uh, less than a week till uh, Slammiversary. Next week, Impact goes back to 9 p.m. start times. That's a smart move for the summer. Yeah, I could see that. But I think it's just 8 p.m. didn't work for them on Thursdays. 8 p.m. didn't work for them on Mondays. I don't think uh, a smart move is for 9 p.m. during the summer because, I mean, what's the age group of people that watch wrestling? Well, TNA wrestling or WWE yeah. wrestling? Because there's a different yeah, age no. group for both. TNA, TNA. Like, TNA, I, I would probably say 13 to 30. And let's just say 21 to 30. Maybe somebody doesn't have a job on Friday or whatever, or they're off on Friday. They want to start their weekend early. They're not going to want to stay till 9 o'clock. It's Thursday, till, Thursday, brother. Till 11 o'clock, it's over or whatever. You're going to yeah, go but, out to the bar and fucking drink. That's what DVR is for. Yeah, well, everyone fast forwards to SmackDown. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when Jack Swagger's on. But yeah, so next week, nine PM, we'll talk about that, and we'll give, I guess, predictions next week for Slam Anniversary. Uh, we got a little bit of indie wrestling to talk about before we close out the show. PWS had the Empire State Strikes Back last weekend in Woodside, New Jersey. New York, 
Queens. Yes, they made their return to New York. Uh, Kevin Matthews was successful in defending the PWS World Heavyweight title against the notorious 187 homicide. This was pretty much in Homicide's backyard. Kevin Matthews retains. You had Bonesaw staying undefeated, the red-hot Bonesaw defeating Necro Butcher. We saw Necro Butcher pretty much retire New Jack last month at Supercard 2013. And Bonesaw have- is ready. Listen, I could do it ten times. Bonesaw! <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> So I could do it ten times better. <laughs> I can't handle your laugh, Brandon. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> like, the, you have the, the smiley, the wily dog laugh, and then you have the... the Muttley. Are you kidding me? Just what? remember Muttley. And then you have the... <laughs> yeah. I don't, know, I don't know where that came from. I think I adopted it from Kevin from listening to Two and a Half Wrestlers. Yeah, by the way, I miss them. Yeah, where are you guys? Hello? Are you out there? Yeah, you beat me to that. But no, everybody has their own bone saw impression. I'm sorry to rank on you, Jason. No, yeah. uh, let's let's hear it though, Chris. Let's hear yours. I can't. I have to do it loud, and my wife's sleeping in the Just next room. Just do it. Bone saw is ready. Rich, go. What? I said, Rich, go. Bone saw oh. impression now. <laughs> Bone saw is ready. What was that? Brandon, go. <laughs> I mean, okay, so mine was better than his then. Bone Souls ready. No, that was terrible. No, that was absolutely terrible. I never claimed to be able to do a Bone Soul impression. Neither did I. I just you know. Just threw me under the bus. No, it's not you throwing you prick. under the bus. I'm throwing you in the in the NASCAR Indy 500 or whatever. Yeah, where you get to run over numerous times by the same car. Uh, and yeah. last but not least, we have new number one contenders. For the PWS Tag Team titles that are held by Black Hollywood, the Heavenly Bodies, or you should say the new incarnate of the Heavenly Bodies, are now the new number one contenders. So they will be getting their shots soon. PWS's next show is June June 8th, 8th. Monroe, New Jersey, Cole Cabana versus Disco Inferno. That's all I got to say. If that doesn't... you know. I have to say, from from this past card though, in uh, Woodside, they had a suicidal six way, and it was Pat Buck versus Craven Varro versus the Lifeguard versus Anthony Vigilante versus Brian XL versus Facade, and I have to say that was probably one of the best fast paced matches I've ever seen. Uh, the Lifeguard picked up the victory. Pat Buck broke his nose. The last move of the match, so kudos to Pat Buck for getting up afterwards and tearing D'Lo and Doc a new one. So, and you know what? The best part about it was uh, the best part about PWS is they're constantly building new stars. You have the lifeguard get this big win in a six man match, they're remaking the heavenly bodies, they're taking a, a fictional character from a Spider Man movie and making, yeah, absolutely, as Jason does the bone saw uh, moves, and making him an undefeated wrestler that could successfully go for the PWS title any day now. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're doing all the right things there in PWS. Uh, another company that is really doing the right things as well is the New York Wrestling Connection, NYWC, where Jason is the voice of NYWC, and they recently had a Fusion. Their nice May pay-per-view had the Fusion tournament. The winner of the tournament faced off against the premier athlete and F- Fusion champion, Anthony Nice. 
Unfortunately, Anthony Denise was unsuccessful. What do you mean, unfortunately? I like, I like, I like, I like Nice. I got to give a big kip kip hooray. Yeah, we have a new fusion champion. Francis Kiplin Stephen III is now your new fusion champion, beating Anthony Nice. Congratulations to Kip for winning that title. That's a you know, there's a lot of guys that have held that title. You had John Silver, you had Stockade. You had Anthony Nice, and now Kip gets to add his name to that legacy. And uh, that's his first title, too, in NYWC. So. Yeah, I believe it's five years. Yeah, correct. And if I say Kip, Kip, you guys say hooray! hooray. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, we also have a new Starlet champion, Marty. Thank God. What? Thank God. If Dave was here, like, no, I disagree yeah. with you. I hey, like man. Rick Cataldo. He's a I bad like- bitch. Anyway, yeah, Ricataldo's great. Yeah, I like Ricataldo as well. Anyway, Marty Bell is your new NYWC Starlet champion, beating Ricataldo in what a, was a awesome match. If you guys want to hear the full horny details about what happened at NYWC Fusion, go watch Jason and Franklin's show, NYWC Livewire. Guys, if you want to plug it, go for it right now before we go to Shameless Plugs. We'll, uh, we'll tweet out the link. You can follow the show on Twitter at NYWC underscore Livewire. Livewire. Livewire, 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 Livewire. Yeah, you could, uh, you could thoroughly enjoy me and Jason disagreeing completely for an hour um, on, a, on, on rules that Jason thinks he knows and doesn't know. But definitely go follow us at yeah, NYWC underscore Livewire. Me being the ring announcer at ringside, I guess, gives me no credibility as to the referee making the right decision. But we're not going to get into it again. Yeah, we won't. Anyway, if you want, as I said, all the horny details, NYWC Livewire. Look it up on YouTube. And I think that's that's all my notes for right now. Let's go. Oh, wait, wait. I just want to say back to WWE for a second. Did you see that NFL news? Oh, they're hiring a bunch of fucking NFL players. <laughs> it's not listen, it's not a bad idea because it's NFL players idea. after the NFL, after they've been cut, don't really have much to do. So it gives them something to do. And I mean we've seen I don't know how many NFL stars they plan on hiring, but we've seen from football make great wrestlers. So and it hiring. gives us hope that there's a chance the XFL just may come back. Yeah, about that. And on that <laughs> note, let's get into Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. All right, so Dave's not here to do Shameless Plugs this week, and he didn't send us any pre-recorded garbage. I'm kidding, Dave. I'll say garbage. No, yeah, no, no. It was, it Don't be a dick. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, It's 1130 at night, and I'm being a dick. But anyway, Dave, you do a great job, and we miss you severely. But Jason and Franklin, you guys got the shameless plugs this week, so plug away. I'll, I'll go first. We already talked about them, but I want to give them a plug anyway. Barber Shop Window, follow them on Twitter at B Shop Window. They're having a Memorial Day sale this weekend. Buy two, get one free. Yeah. America. So, America. So go check them out. Great stuff there. All right. And uh, I'm actually going to run away with two quick ones. The first one I want to give to is. Uh, Nikki Adams, follow her on Twitter at Black Rose Nikki. Um, she NYWC Starlet, but she was in the Battle Royal to contend for the Fusion title and uh, held up, was in the Final Four. So uh, definitely go follow her, check her out at the next show. And uh, secondly, I'm going to be a total mark here, but um, 
I want to give a shameless plug to Mark and Out for allowing me to be on and uh, Mark, 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 and, uh, and, and and getting to do this after uh, you know being a fan of, of of the show for such a long time. So somebody you. sounds somebody sounds honored. Gargle, gargle. <laughs> I I did that the first time I hosted. I gave you guys a shameless plug too. Hey, listen, yeah. it, it's a rookie mistake. I appreciate it though. I appreciate everything. Yeah, feed our egos more. Than, yeah, yeah, more than we possibly need. So, um, isn't somebody else supposed to do this inside of instead of me now? Oh yes, now on to Chris's match of. Or do we say that? I don't know. Do we say now on to Chris's match of the week? Or yeah, what Dave, Dave Dave's been yeah. doing that now because he's like. Dave's been like, it sounds awkward. You introducing your own segment. Yeah, and now, Chris's match of the week. <laughs> Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Thanks, Dave. Anyway, my match of the week this week is from NXT from this week. Antonio Cesaro versus Sami Zayn. You, what? Were you throwing no love, up in there? No love for... Uh... Mr. The Prince of Queens Listen, was it? it was yes, the Prince of Queens, Kurt Hawkins. It was a, a very tight race. But I gotta go with, I'm sorry, because one of my favorite matches is off one of my Ring of Honor DVDs that I have was El Generico versus Claudio Castagnoli, and this kind of reminded me of that. Good spot, way for to way to bring in uh, El Generico, Sami Zayn, very, very strong by having him beat Kurt Hawkins and Antonio Cesaro in the same night. So go check that out on Daily Motion YouTube. Check out that match. It was and, it was pretty cool that he wrestled twice, and as did uh, Cesaro. So yeah, but, spoiler alert. But it's not a spoiler because it's out already. No spoiler, as in for the people that didn't watch it yet. Yeah, true. But until then, until you watch that match, Brandon, who are you shouting out? Brandon, shout-outs. Robert De Niro. Want to fuck me? David Lee Roth takes the first one. Dr. Roxo. What was that? Dr. Roxo. What? Did you ever watch Metalocalypse? No. Oh, my God. What? Continue. What do you mean, what? I don't listen to metal music. It's Uh, a total rib on on metal music. On YouTube, he has the Roth show. And last week, he spoke about pro wrestling and how it was something that he loved growing up. Um, he spoke about Bruno San Martino, Nikolai Volkov, Iron Sheik, Sergeant Slaughter, Jimmy Snuka, and he even spoke about Sheamus and the Undertaker. Uh, so I, I, it's pretty cool to see somebody as famous as him talk about something that I like, especially for when, for the most part, people don't talk about it on the mainstream level. So uh, shout out to him. Second shout-out, we spoke about it earlier, goes to the new steel cage that they debuted at Extreme Rules. Uh, it was pretty cool. I yeah, think no, it's it was, it was, I, I liked it a lot. Is it an inch or a foot taller? I don't know. Something like that? I don't know. Uh, and then 11 weeks ago, I gave a shout-out, Rich, you're going to be pissed, I think, to the All-Star Celebrity Apprentice. Oh. <laughs> and I said I was pulling for everybody's favorite cowboy, Trace Adkins. And uh, this past Sunday, he won and he raised $1.5 million for the Red Cross. So shout out and congratulations to Trace Adkins. And that's that's also awesome, too, especially the fact that all the recent you know occurrences that happened in Oklahoma over the past week. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, I want I want to say this on the show. Classy, classy fucking move by Impact Wrestling this week to open their show off with, you know, our hearts go out to everybody that's been affected in Oklahoma. If you want to donate money, here's the Red Cross number. Text them and they'll text message 10 bucks. So classy move on TNA's part to say something about that. Very much. And really quick, too, I think one of the best things um, – me and Brandon made a little bet this week uh, on who the new Paul Heyman guy was going to be. I was convinced by reading the sheets that it was RVD, Listen. and we made a little bet. I said if it was RVD, Brandon had to give me a shout-out on this week's show. Well, it wasn't RVD, and I'm on the goddamn show, so bam roasted, <laughs> I win. Yeah. No, I mean, not really. I mean, you were, you were pretty convinced it was Rob Van Dam. He was. I, had I, said, the whole time. I said it was 100% not Rob Van Dam. You said it was Zack Ryder. I said I waiting. wanted it. I wanted it to be Zack Ryder. That would have been perfect. No pun intended now that I say that. <laughs> hear that. Seriously, no pun intended. Yeah. All righty. Well, let's, uh, let's finalize this show here and let's get into our last segment, the one that we actually spoke about before we started the show. It's beep, 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 boop. our... Beep, Markout moment of the week, and the markout moment of the week this week goes to Curtis Axel's theme music, because I don't think any of us, Brandon, you look like you're gonna throw up. Yeah, because his theme song's just so good. I I listened to yeah, and Wade Barrett's new music. God, oh, well, I don't understand. Why is he getting more theme music? <laughs> I love. He his must. Theme have, music. He has to have some sort of record for the most theme songs in like a year or two or whatever it's been. Yeah. But yeah, no, Curtis Axel's music, the remix of Mr. Perfect's theme music, awesome. I was like, I listened, I watched it, I was like, oh my god, I'm like, is that Kurt Henning's music? And it was, and I went nuts. It's great. Yeah. I I hope he does, when he starts coming out to the, I hope he comes out to the ring, does the towel throw behind his uh, back, spits his gum out. I'm, I'm, no, I want it to happen. I try to do I that in real life. How many? What was that? I try to do that in real life. Spit the gum. I was out. gonna say I it all the time. I was gonna all say how many people here spit their gum out and swat it. No, but there's also and, like the pen, the plant pen flick you used to do when you were in commentary. You'd be like, I can't do it. I'm terrible. My <laughs> I can do it. Me, like uh, yeah. Oh, come on, open up. You no, stupid let's, let's not do that. But yeah, Curtis Axel's theme music gets the mark out moment of the week. He did it. He dropped that with my pen dropped. Did Brandon really? just admit that he has a pencil case at his desk there? Yeah, it's, it's all about the Benjamins. Do you have your ruler and calculator too? <laughs> I'm an artist, so I need a pen no matter where I am, close vicinity of my bed or something in case I wake up from a dream and I'm like, oh, this is going to make a great porn movie idea. <laughs> wow. Do you guys, you guys don't know that I write porn movies? No, I didn't. All right, that's you the probably... second grossest thing I've ever heard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick! There's All nothing right. gross about that. Everything's natural. Everybody love everybody, right, Jason? <laughs> anyway, let's everybody th- love everybody. Anyway, let's close out this show. www.markingout.com is where you can find episodes. 
these episodes and also uh, iTunes and Stitcher Radio. I forgot to do it in the beginning of the show. Thank you to Nick Matocho for our logo. And thank you to the almighty Ring Rope Rebellion for our theme music. The light is on. The beacon is shining. What? The ball is in your court. We need a new song. Yes. But who are they going to do a song for? Who do you think? Uh, if it's not Biggie Langston, I'm fine <laughs> no, with it. No, now they're going to listen to this and they're going to purposely like, all right, we have to listen to <laughs> Biggie Langston now. You know, why, why can't Livewire have a theme song? Livewire doesn't need a theme song, though. No offense. But if they wanted to make one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hope people listen to that and, and understand what that was. I My, my, my vocalist listened to that and he's like, who the oh, hell is Oh, here he goes. He's going to text you and say, gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Anyway, facebook.com slash markingout, twitter.com slash markingout. Email us at markingout1 at gmail.com. Thank you for the comments on the website. You guys are awesome. Okay, hold on. Let me pull up the website right now and find these because I I, I always say – no, restart later. How come I can't get into this? Okay, hold on. Markingout.com. I always say that – are you here? (laughs) No, because I always say that I'm going to read these comments on the website. There was two of them now. Kathy Hummer says, hey, guys, thanks for the awesome shout out. You rule. And this chick listens to you guys. And another chick, Caitlin, goes, another woman who watches your show. Smiley face. Awesome show as always. It's a compliment when you guys when you guys can keep me listening about things, even though I hate TNA and I don't care about it. Yet I am able to listen to the whole show without being bored. But the South Park picture? No. Just no. That's Chris is doing. Dude, that's a great meme. I'm sorry. Anyway, it is a good one. Anyway, go follow Heel Franklin on Twitter at Heel underscore Franklin. Jason, you've changed yours 800 times. I don't know where your Twitter handle is anymore. My Twitter handle is now J Edwards NYWC. I am the voice of NYWC. Yep, and go watch NYWC Livewire. And maybe after we uh, put this show in the book, we could talk about getting the second episode of Ringside Reaction going. Yeah, because we didn't have any technical difficulties yesterday, so it could be happening. Okay, yeah. So for myself, Brandon, Jason, and Heel Franklin, we wish you the. Best of luck in your future endeavors, and we will see you next week on the podcast. Insert Dave something here. Bye bye.